Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's time for Joyce's Thought of the Day on News Talk 850 WFTL. In 1954, the year after I was born, early on in the Cold War, the Soviet Union created the Committee for State Security, more commonly known in the West as the KGB. The group came to oversee the Soviet Union's internal security, the secret police, and domestic and foreign intelligence operations. Across the world, the KGB did whatever it could to thwart pro-Western and anti-Soviet political movements and figures. The group would assassinate political leaders with cyanide and other weapons. It would fund and arm leftist groups, especially those in developing nations. And the KGB successfully established moles in U.S. intelligence agencies, though the exact number still isn't and may never be known for sure. Also unclear were the group's long-term plans involving the U.S. One glimpse, however, came from a former KGB agent named Yuri Bezmenov, who defected to Canada in 1970. He claimed to know details of a Soviet plan to undermine the U.S., not on the battlefield, but in the psyche of the American public. In 1984, he gave an interview to C. Edward Griffin, from which much can be learned today. His most chilling point was that there's a long-term plan put in play by Russia to defeat America through psychological warfare and demoralization. It's a long game that takes decades to achieve, but it may already be bearing fruit. He made the point that the work of the KGB mainly does not involve espionage, despite what popular culture may tell you. Most of the work, 85% of it, was a slow process which they call ideological subversion, active measures, or psychological warfare. What does that mean? Well, the most striking thing about ideological subversion is that it happens in the open as a legitimate process. You can see it with your own eyes. The American media would be able to see it if they just focused on it. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing that has four stages. Demoralization takes 15 to 20 years. And you can think about the hippies in the 60s who are now coming to positions of power in government and business and have been since the 80s. They're programmed to think and react to certain stimuli in a certain pattern. Like Pavlov said, you cannot change their mind even if you expose them to authentic information. Even if you prove that white is white and black is black, you still cannot change the basic perception and the logic of behavior. Demoralization is a process that is absolutely irreversible. Get Joyce's Thought of the Day anytime. Subscribe to her podcast right now on the all-new 850 app and at 850wftl.com.